You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. So today is going to be a special episode from 2017. And it's actually a very cool episode because it is the day that Aaron Rodgers came back. December 17th, 2017, Aaron Rodgers came back. It was his first week back from injury. Uh, Brett Hundley had gotten the team to, well, partially. Aaron Rodgers did most of it, and then Brett Hundley lost a bunch of games and won a few. Um, actually had won the last two games in overtime against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Cleveland Browns. So it's, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of pathetic because it's it's a very, like, amped-up episode as far as, like, we're going to do it, man. He's back. We're going to get in the playoffs. We're 7-6. and six. we got three games left. Like, this is a miracle, and it's we're about to witness a miracle. The Packers end up going 0-3. Spoiler alert. But it is it is a cool episode, and it again it just kind of revives those memories. I, I forgot he was not supposed to be back until January. He beat the timeline, you know, and it it, it did kind of feel magical, right? Brett Hundley had won uh, two of his last two games. They were overtime wins, and here comes Aaron Rodgers, right? And the Packers were hot before Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They were four and one. They looked completely unstoppable. Week one, they beat the Seattle Seahawks. They did lose to the Falcons. But they beat the Bengals in overtime, beat the Chicago Bears 35-14, to beat the Dallas Cowboys 35-31. to I mean, th- th- those are the kind of whoopings that used to happen back in the day that just don't happen anymore, 35-14. to I mean, I guess it kind of happened against the uh, the Giants a little bit. But, you know, the, the point is, Brett Hundley did enough. He won three games. The, he beat the Bears 23-16 to and then won two in a row, and here comes Aaron Rodgers. So, it's again, it's, it's this very kind of cool brings you back kind of episode it is a little sad and pathetic listening to all the excitement and uh, the belief back when Packers fans had a lot more belief and everything was much more magical it's like it's like if you could watch a home video of you waking up on Christmas morning and seeing all the presents from Santa Claus and just like how how magical everything is and it's like exciting but it's kind of sad at the same time because now you're old and crotchety and nothing's magic anymore anyways that is what today is. So why don't we take a break and we'll jump right in to it. So he's back. Aaron Rodgers is back. This is day one of maybe the greatest comeback in the history of the Green Bay Packers. And that's saying a lot considering this is this feels like an every year thing. And uh, I was thinking about it this morning. And I was thinking about something I said after the Packers won the Super Bowl, and I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast, how unlikely it was for the Packers to even get into the playoffs the year that the Packers won the Super Bowl. And I counted them out. And even when they got into the playoffs, I was excited, but there's no possible conceivable way considering how bad the Packers are and how good all these other teams were. The Falcons were so good that year. There were so many teams, but playing the Falcons at home, there was just no way. No way. After the Packers won that Super Bowl, I said I would never, ever, ever count the Packers out again. And this year I did exactly that. Now, I've been blaming 
if you've been listening, a doctor who told me that Aaron Rodgers cannot come back until January of some, some time, which would mean that he's not going to be back until the playoffs, which would mean Brett Hundley would have to beat the Panthers, he would have to beat the Vikings, and he would have to beat the Lions, and I just said there's absolutely no way. I said he would probably win two games. That would be the Bears and the Browns, and I was off by one. And I, I gave myself a pass, because I said, well, it's the doctor's fault. It's not my fault. I didn't count out the Packers, because I, I, I was right. I just, you know, he threw me off about it. If I knew Aaron Rodgers was coming back, I would have been fine. Well, that's, that's not really a good excuse, because what I did wrong is I, I counted out Aaron Rodgers' ability to beat the odds. I'm not saying the doctor was wrong. The doctor is absolutely right. He knows the timeline for things like this. He knows Aaron Rodgers should not be ready to come back and play football right now. But we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. And all he does is beat the odds. So if you're in any way sitting at home thinking this is a long shot, you're wrong. This is not a long shot. This is Green Bay Packers football. This is how we get into the playoffs every year. This is standard operating procedure. This is step one. And to be completely honest, I think the, the path to the Super Bowl this year is much easier and much clearer than it was the year we won the Super Bowl. I think the year that we won the Super Bowl, the Packers as a team were not very good. I'm looking at this team with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm excited. And I know there's deficiencies, and I know there's injuries, especially at cornerback, but I'm still excited. This team is hungry. This team is angry. This team is talented. These running backs, I think the defense is phenomenal. I really, I, I know that sounds stupid, and anybody listening to this podcast, even Packers fans, but non-Packers fans who would be listening to this think I'm out of my mind. But I'm telling you, the talent is there. And I've been saying that. The guys up front, who do we who who is garbage up front? Who is? Is Mike Daniels garbage? Is Kenny Clark garbage? Is Dean Lowry garbage? He maybe was at one point, but we know he's better than that and we've seen him step up. What about Perry and Matthews? Well, they don't get as many sacks as you like. They're not gar that front is awesome. Jake Ryan and Blake Martinez are awesome. Haha, Clinton Dix is a good safety. Morgan Burnett is a good safety. So what, we have a garbage defense because we were deficient at one cornerback spot? If we assume Demarius Randall's a good corner, what, we're short a corner? So our defense is guard? Listen to me. It's not about a lack of talent. It's about guys not playing up to their potential. And this is what I've been talking about when I say hardening. It's about playing up to your potential. If these guys could all just play their best football at the same time on the same day, this team cannot be beaten. I'm talking defense. We know about the offense. We know this offense can beat any team anywhere. I'm talking defense. I'm talking about Demarius Randall locking people down like he's been doing for weeks now. It's blowing my mind. And let me just say quickly, because I've been thinking about this too, do I owe him an apology? The answer to that question for me and for anybody else is absolutely not. You get what you earn. That's it. When you play like garbage, I tell you that you play like garbage. When you play good, I tell you you play good. If I go to work and I kick my feet up and I don't do my job, I get fired. 
and rightly so. And I don't get to come back the next day and do a great job and then go walk into my boss's office, get in his face and say, now what do you got to say? I thought you said I was no good. That's not how that works. So now that that's out of the way, because I know Devontae Adams was all high and mighty all of a sudden and he started getting good, like, oh, we're all the fan. No, no, no. It is what it is, man. You get what you put out. You play like trash, you get booed. You play good, you get a round of applause, you sell a bunch of jerseys, and you get a big contract extension. That's how this works. But Demarius Randall is playing great football. And by the way, how many times, and this is me talking to me largely, but to most fans, how many times do we need to be proven wrong by Mike McCarthy? And I've been... Talk about, there was a brief moment where I thought maybe Mike needs to go. Brief. I mean, I've, I've always been on the, the Dom Capers train, but I was thinking maybe Tad, even though I really like him, maybe McCarthy. What he was able to do with that offense really impressed me. But you want to talk about, look how many times I've said these guys are stubborn and it drives me nuts. Demarius Randall's no good. They won't stop playing him. Look what's happening right now. He's playing really good football. Devontae Adams, they won't let him go, and I don't get why. Get him off the field. He's not the best guy. Now he's maybe arguably, and I don't think it's true, but arguably our best wide receiver. It could be true. Jamal Williams, I was getting upset. Why do you keep playing Jamal Williams? We got better guys. Aaron Jones is a better running back. Devontae Mays is probably a better running back. Stop putting him in there. He's not ready. The guy's lighting it up now. These people see deeper and more than we see. We watch a game, we see that he only gets three yards, and we say he's garbage, get him off the field. Mike McCarthy and all these coaches and all these personnel people are watching these guys, and they're seeing things that we're not seeing, and it's unbelievable what they see in these people. They're seeing things that are two years out. They, they see something inside, and when it comes out, it's just like, oh, who is this person? They saw it all along. Demarius Randall, what he's doing right now, Mike McCarthy and these coaches have seen this in him all along. They saw it when they drafted him. And I'm looking at my I'm looking at my television screen saying, Who is Demarius Randall? I've never heard of him. It's, it's like a lot of Packers picks. When they pick them, they're, all the people on TV are waiting for the pick, and then they make the pick, and they're kind of like turning their pages, like, uh, Demarius, yep, there he is. Um <laughs> And, of course, they say it's a good pick because they're not going to contradict a GM, but nobody was expecting that. They have been they saw something in him in college. They've seen something in him every single day in practice. They've seen something every day on the field. They refuse to pull him. The guy's throwing temper tantrums. He gets sent to the locker room. They still put him right back on the field. We're talking worst corner in the NFL, and they don't quit on the guy. And for the last three, four weeks, he's been playing lights out, and now he just locked down Josh Gordon, and I mean locked down. So again, where is the deficiency on defense? If you know, maybe the defensive coordinator is not doing the right things, and and I think also largely it's you know one or two or three or four people just just not playing up to their potential, not putting their best on the field. Now is the time for playoff football, as I said. Now is that time. Because I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Because I know what's going to happen today. I know definitively what's going to happen today. Aaron Rodgers and these wide receivers and these running backs are going to come back and they are going to stomp the Panthers. They're going to make them look like a college football team. Like a D3 
University of Whitewater football team. No disrespect to Whitewater. I used to go to Whitewater. Go Warhawks and all that. But I'm, I'm just I'm trying to get you to understand that this is... This isn't how it's going to end. It's all at the fingertips of Aaron Rodgers. Even if the defense decides, you know what, Aaron Rodgers is back, we're going to go back to being what we were. We're just going to kind of not really be very good. We're going to let teams run up the score, 35, 40 points, whatever they want to get, that's fine. It doesn't matter because it's in Aaron Rodgers' hands. He will not come back from this injury after missing this season, as angry as he is, as excited as he is to play football, he will not come back and lose. But I think, can the receivers get far enough down the field? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win! Richard Rodgers... Because this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. This is Aaron Rodgers. Let me just quickly go over some of his stats to start this year. First off, his completion record. Prior to his injury, not including the game he was injured, he had a 66.6% completion percentage. The only times ever that he's had that, 66.6 in 2013, he had 67.2 in 2012, 68.3 in 2011, which was his freakish year. So there's only been two years in his entire career he's been better than that. But not since 2013 has he ever even been at that pace. He was on pace for 4,300 yards and 41.6. So if we're rounding, we're talking 42 touchdowns. 42 That 2011 freakish year, he had 45. He's never had a year where he's had 42 other than that year. That's it. His next highest was 40. He was on pace. We're talking MVP. We're talking one of the best years of his entire career he was on pace for. That's Aaron Rodgers. Now take that, add a better defense, add in a better running game, add in a offensive line that is still not very good, but they've at least been together and playing better for a while now. Because remember, he was taking... All this is happening while he's taking four sacks a game against Seattle, against Atlanta, against Dallas. These are tough teams. He carved them up because we're talking about the greatest to ever, ever do it. Wentz, Rodgers gets out, floats it. I don't know if you know him. I don't know if you know about this guy, Aaron Rodgers. There's never been anybody better. There never will be anybody better. You see those things on Facebook. You're you're down six points and there's 30 seconds to go. Which quarter? Come on. Which quarterback do you want? We're not. I'm not even talking about situational football. I'm talking. I'm not talking about down six points with four minutes left. I'm talking about down three games with four games left to go, who do you want to get you into the play? Who's going to go undefeated for seven straight games, eight straight games to get you into and win the Super Bowl? I'm, I'm talking bigger scope. I'm talking about a guy that will not die, that will not ever quit. A guy, a guy that overcomes everything. I'm not talking about a team. I'm talking about a guy. 
And I don't mean to disparage the rest of the Packers team. I don't mean to disparage the rest of the Packers coaches. But we're, we're talking about greatness like has never been seen and never will be seen again. He resets Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rodgers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Janice does it. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, please. <laughs> what a catch. That's insane. It doesn't matter about anything else. Nothing else matters. Cam Newton's great. Yeah, maybe. Who cares? Luke Keekley, who's that? It doesn't matter. Impossible is, is, is not a thing when Aaron Rodgers is on the field. It's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. The Packers won the Super Bowl on an impossibility because Aaron Rodgers doesn't operate in the same universe we do. The rules and the laws that we operate by, he does not operate by. He's playing this football game because he defies the odds. That's all he does. The offensive line could not show up. He can get sacked four or five times. It doesn't matter. If Rodgers decides we're going to win this game, we're going to win this game, and that's it. The sooner we all come to grips with that, the sooner we can just kick back and relax. Because it will not end this way. It will not end with him coming back, with Hundley getting us to this point, and Rodgers losing it for us. Rodgers doesn't lose us games. He doesn't lose us chances at the Super Bowl. He doesn't lose us shots at the playoffs. He does everything he can do. That the, the year we lost to the Cardinals in overtime, that was completely out of his hands. He brought us into overtime. It was the defense that let us down, and he never got another shot. You give him another shot, I guarantee you he goes down and scores again. That old Lombardi quote, the Packers never lost, we just ran out of time, that's Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else falls apart, fine. Give him, a, give him another shot. The only thing that the Panthers and all these other teams have going for them is the clock. We need to be ahead. We need to have the ball when that clock expires. Because Rodgers will never stop coming. He's never going to stop coming for us. We can't get away from him. There is no stopping him. And he's back. And make no mistake about it, everybody, everybody not wearing green and gold is terrified. Everybody is on notice. You think the Vikings aren't scared right now? The Vikings are terrified right now. They don't own anything. They're garbage. They're trash. Their defense can't do anything against this team. Run set. What, who, what, what are they going to do that the Browns couldn't do against the run? They're going to stop Aaron Rodgers? Never! We've played better offenses. We've played better defenses. That's true for the Panthers. That's true for the Vikings. That's true for the Lions. That's certainly true for the Eagles who no longer have Wentz. That's true for the Rams. That's true for everybody. And everybody's on notice. The number one team in the NFL as of today is the Green Bay Packers. That's not debatable. It's not a long shot. Don't give me this 6% nonsense. This is ours to lose. This is our year. This is it. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home and we're going to take it right out of Minnesota. We're going to go right next door and we're going to take it right out from under their nose. All the hopes and all the dreams that they had are going to be crushed right under their nose. Why? Because that's what happens when you take out Aaron Rodgers. You break his collarbone. We're going to go right into your stadium and win a Super Bowl in it. Make no mistake, that will happen. And the road to that journey starts today. On the shoulder of Aaron Rodgers. 
Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Cobb. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Is it, though? Is it unbelievable? At what point does it not become unbelievable? At what point do we start to believe and understand that the impossible is just what he does? A Hail Mary in the end zone is, what are the odds? What are the, honestly, what are the odds? It's, it's, it's less than 50-50, correct? And to do it again and again and again and again. At some point, it's not unbelievable. To be out of the playoffs and to find a way to fight your way back in and do it again and again and again and again. And beyond that, this year we've learned more than anything how deficient this team can be. This defense as well as the offense. The wide receivers, the the running backs, the offensive line, this team looks inept. Without Aaron Rodgers, this team is probably not going 8-8. Eight and eight. And it's not all on Brett Hundley. But yet, this team is a Super Bowl contender again and again and again and again. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers is the greatest to ever play this game, and there will never be anyone like him, and he is back. And he will lead this team through Carolina into the playoffs and straight into the Super Bowl. You take down my words right here, right now. Because the impossible is what we need to start expecting from Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That, that's, it's not a half hour. It's 19 and a half minutes, but I've said everything I have to say. There's nothing else to say. Today we get to witness another day of greatness. And every day we get to witness it, we need to be grateful for it. And I think if, if nothing else... That's what we've learned through these last few weeks in the absence of Aaron Rodgers. We are witnessing greatness. I, 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 I wish I could think of a stronger word. We're witnessing miracles on a weekly basis. And it will not stop today. It will continue today. Enjoy your day. I know I will. It's going to be unbelievable and no matter what happens you burn it into the back of your head because this is the day you're going to be talking about for a long time this is the day that started it all one of the greatest comebacks one of the greatest seasons one of the most unbelievable things you've ever witnessed it all started today today will be a day marked in football history in green bay packers history remember this day enjoy your sunday I'll be back tomorrow to tell you how wonderful of a day it was. Have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow.